have an idea for a project, talk to some friends, talk to people in your classes, because chances are they have an idea that's very similar, like Morgan and I, and it really helps. Just reach out to people. There are 1,200 plus acres, 40,000 plus students, and millions of untold stories at UC San Diego. This is 1,200 plus acres, the podcast where UC San Diego students share their stories. My name is Nani, and welcome to this episode. Today, we're interviewing Olivia and Morgan, two UCSD students who started the UCSD Sunshine for Seniors project last year, hoping to bridge the gap between students and seniors as well as hoping to combat loneliness during these uncertain times. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having us on the podcast. First of all, I'm just honored. I love the TEDx podcast. I love everything that you do in the organization as well. And I've known so many friends that are a part of it and who do wonderful work. So I'm extremely honored to be on the podcast. I am a third year cognitive behavioral neuroscience and global health double major. I'm also an HA in Muir College, and I advise for the Wellness House, so wellness is very near and dear to my heart. Morgan and I started a project last year in spring quarter, which we're here to talk about today, called Sunshine for Seniors, and now renamed Care for Companions, but we'll get more into that in a bit. Morgan, go ahead and take the spotlight from me. <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for inviting Olivia and I on the podcast. I've been looking forward to this all week. So like I said, my name is Morgan Montoya. I am a recent graduate from August 2020 from UCSD as a cognitive behavioral neuroscience major, just like Olivia. We asked Olivia and Morgan to take us back in time to the inspiration for their project. Sure, I'll start us off with the story of Sunshine for Seniors and Care for Companions. So this story begins last year around pandemic starting. Morgan and I were both, as well as everyone else, was moved remote. And um, we were both a part of the Center for Student Involvement Community Service Department. So community service is very near and dear to our hearts. And we wanted to host a community service opportunity that students could get involved in, even while um, at home and off campus and away from our typical community. So I actually pitched an idea to my mentor and around the same time, Morgan pitched an opportunity to his mentor and they turned out to be almost exactly the same project. So we became co-partners on the Sunshine for Senior project, which main mission is really just to combat loneliness in not only our senior population within San Diego, but also within the student population at UC San Diego. And the way that we do that seems relatively simple in nature, but our card making initiative is having UCSD students write greeting cards, birthday cards, holiday cards, you name it, whatever you can decorate and draw with your extensive artistic ability or limited artistic ability, and then sending that to St. Paul's Senior Services. And it has been extremely successful. Originally, I personally thought the project would go on for a couple months, maybe a quarter, but then we continued to summer and then we continued to fall and winter. And here we are, spring 2021, still going. I still get emails from students about how excited and gracious they are for the project. So 
that's my side of the story. I'll let Morgan talk a little bit about his his side. Yes. So back in May 2020, which feels like forever ago because it's been such a long year, but it was really really amazing that both Olivia and I had this kind of the same outline for like reaching out to senior citizens because you know COVID and they couldn't have volunteers to visit them in skilled nursing facilities. So that was where uh, like the card making project came from also known as Sunshine for Seniors which was a partnership with St. Paul's Senior Services in San Diego. So we did that and then it was around I would say late August early September that Olivia and I decided to kind of differentiate ourselves from the uh, Sunshine for Seniors project. And that's where our Care for Companions name came from. So Olivia and I just sat down like, you know what, let's do this. So we made this name Care for, which is not C-A-R-E-F-O-R. It's spelled C-A-R-R-E-F-O-U-R, which kind of has a double meaning. I would say that it's like a, we care for our companions, but also care for the word means like a four-way street. So it's kind of like a bridging aspect and that we really wanted to embody bridging the older generation with the younger generation. So we thought that was a pretty cool name for this. Great, that's a clever name, <laughs> that's smart. I know from this podcast that I thought, you know, hey, you just hop on a Zoom call with people and then you start talking. There's actually a lot more logistics that go on behind the scenes. So can you take us like behind the scenes in your project? What kind of, you know, like marketing, getting it started, the whole process? Of course, yes, logistics are definitely something that tend to be a battle when you're making projects and behind the scenes is definitely hours and hours of work. And I'm extremely thankful to have a partner project like Morgan who <laughs> keeps me motivated, keeps me going on all of these project logistics. But we started off relatively small. I had some extra funding last year from the Social Innovation Grant and I ended up buying just enough supplies to make a hundred cards. So envelopes and construction paper. We started off with some ribbons and stamps. So we started off relatively small. And in terms of recruiting, I, we really just started off with the basics, reaching out to UC San Diego students. As we both worked for the Center for Student Involvement, we did have access to the newsletter and Facebook pages and those things. And my favorite part is UC San Diego students are so, so willing to just get involved, put their email address and their mailing address into a random Google form and sign up to make cards and have so much fun doing it. And originally I was I was skeptical, skeptical about the recruitment process because I wasn't sure how many students would be interested. But we've been blown away by the number of people who are completely dedicated, who have signed up not once, not twice, but three times who have sent us. They're like, oh, I'm just gonna start off with four cards. And then the following week, they're like, okay, four more. And then eight more. And then they've racked up a personal total of 20. And it, it's just been amazing to watch. So that's a little bit about the recruitment side of things. I'll let Morgan talk about some of our other logistical things and meetings and all that good stuff. So for what I, what I wanna briefly talk about is Kind of, I wouldn't say our new initiative because we kind of started back in July, but virtual discussion groups between students and senior citizens. 
And so we partnered with San Diego County Health and Human Services with this. And we've been a consistent partner over, over this year. And I would say like for the logistics, it's been quite an experience trying to find and motivate students who want to be a part of these virtual discussion groups, which usually happen over every Friday for a month, which is, it is a, a pretty sizable commitment for a student. And then having communication on the other side with the senior citizens, which actually what Olivia and I are working on right now for our next round. So it's been a very fulfilling, but new challenge for us, I would say. Yeah, that's interesting hearing the connection between, you know, the end product you see and everything that goes on behind the scenes. I guess now the question that I have for you is in regarding your empathy and deciding to start this project. When is the moment that you have felt lonely in your lives? And then why did you decide then that it was important to help others not to feel that lonely? All right, I think I'll take this one. I would definitely say the loneliest time in my life was May 2019. So just a little background on me. I'm a I was a transfer student from LTCC to UC San Diego. I was there for two years and my dad passed away in my first year. And so passed away May, May 14th and it was my decision to finish as many classes as I could and take whatever I needed as an incomplete for that spring because it was only three weeks out away from finals and I would rather get it done and then have time to grieve over the summer. So I would definitely say the loneliest time I felt was during that time. I can't even convey what that loneliness felt like. It's only a loneliness that people who experienced that loss can really understand. And so it's, it was from all of this experience that when the pandemic hit, I knew that I needed to do something. And it was great that I found such, uh, such a, de a dedicated partner like Olivia, where we were able to set up this consistent production of cards for senior citizens. And I think that's, that's really great. And I think one of the really amazing things about the start of this project is Morgan and I definitely bonded over the fact that we were both so passionate about mental health and we were both cognitive behavioral neuroscience majors and some of the early conversations that we had were specifically about isolation and the effects that that has on your mental health. We have had many conversations since then with seniors about mental health and they have been some of the most important conversations that I've had during my college experience and I feel extremely lucky to be able to work on a project, even if it's just cards, that show people that they're loved, show people that they have somebody in the world, even if they've never seen their face, that's willing to take a couple minutes to write them a card and wanted to draw them a crappy picture and tell them a joke and make them feel loved. And we've seen firsthand the benefits that this has had for, for so many different elements of physical and mental health and in a way that I don't often get to see with projects, especially community service projects. You talked a little bit about the impact your project has, so could you go both into the qualitative and quantitative measurements, I guess, of how impactful it's been, like any anecdotes or 
numbers or anything like that. I'm just pulling uh, up I'm, the I'm, card count as I, I was about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Our card count changes extremely often. Oh my goodness, one sec, sorry. All right, I got the number. Okay. So right now our card count is at 815 cards. We have had two virtual discussion groups and each discussion group has had about eight to 12 students and eight to 12 seniors. So overall our reach has been extremely wide, I would say, if you count every card as a person. And Beyond that, in terms of qualitative results, I, I continually get emails from students saying, thank you so much for making this project. I got an email from a student the other day saying that she she was feeling so alone at home for quarantine. She hadn't been able to connect with campus very much and receiving this packet of supplies. I always write from students a note on the instructions like, hello, I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining the project. And she said like that note made her feel connected back to UCSD and like we were actually still a community and she was making the cards with the rest of her family as well. So it was a bonding activity for her family. But yeah, those are just some of the stats. We created a, a Wix website that has this really unique feature of tracking like the different areas that people look at our website. And there's been people from Virginia, from I would say, I think North Carolina. There's someone in Texas, obviously a lot in California, mainly San Diego, Los Angeles region. So it's, it's really cool to see how like this website even though we're just like sharing it with people that we directly contact, it's kind of like spreading to places I wouldn't have ever thought. Thank you for, for sharing those numbers. They seem great and I'm sure they're gonna continue to grow. I, I guess since quarantine started a year ago or more than a year ago now, a lot of people wanted to start with their own projects, creating their own projects, both personal, but also like with a group of people and community. How would you recommend these people to take the first step of actually starting? I would say my biggest advice is if you have an idea for a project, talk to some friends, talk to people in your classes that you know might share similar interests with you, because chances are they have an idea that's very similar, like Morgan and I, and I cannot emphasize enough how wonderful having a partner to support you and bounce ideas off of and be like, is it okay if I send this person an email or is that weird? It, it really helps. Just reach out to people, tell them what you want to do. If they're like, that sounds like a really great idea, run with it. Email some people um, in the community who might be able to make your dreams come true, might be able to find you the participants that you need because chances are they're waiting for an email from someone just like you to make a project and they've been they've been looking for students to help them out i agree i would say half the battle is labeling your interests like you can sit down you you really want to do something but you kind of need to put into words what action steps you want and if you can be able to write even like a a sentence of a goal that you want to achieve, perform, then you can take that goal. Yeah, I definitely agree with that part you said because I feel like many of us, we kind of have some general idea of what we want our lives to look like in like 20 years, right? But then we just don't feel satisfied for some reason sometimes. And then I think I just went through that process this year where I'm like, I want to do things differently. And then, you know, as you said, writing that down, figuring out how you can reach that. So. 
that's some good advice. Setting a goal and taking the first step towards it can be scary and overwhelming. However, Rima and I have learned through this podcast that taking the first step can lead to incredible and unexpected results, just like meeting amazing people and being inspired by their stories. We asked Morgan and Olivia what they would like us to take away from their stories. I don't want to generalize, but it's kind of a generalization because we get so caught up in our own lives, in our own path, that we kind of formed our own like very contained circle. And when there's people outside of that circle, like others that we don't understand and we don't know how to engage with, we don't necessarily give them the time and space in our lives. And that help happens with the senior citizen community because you, like, especially in skilled nursing homes, there's only very select few volunteers that go in and they're very wise. They have so many amazing stories and they really want to share. And just being able as a, as a young adult, as a student, even in your 50s beyond, being able to say that, you know what, I want to interact more with people that I don't know. Just having that and initiating that conversation is a great skill to have. Yeah, I would say compassion is a superpower. Whatever, whatever you like to do, no matter if it's cooking or running or whatever you are good at and whatever you want to share with the world, you should do it. You should get out there, take your passion and do something with it. And sometimes that passion will turn into compassion for other people. And doing so will allow you to connect with people, to learn more than you've ever known, to just make a community that's stronger than you can be on your own. Our challenge to you this week is to reflect on your own passions. What is a project you have always felt like starting, but were too afraid to take the first step? We invite you to talk with your friends colleagues or family about it. And if you're feeling extra risky, we encourage you to talk about it with someone you don't really know. It can be a professor, a classmate, or even us. Passions can lead to great friendships and projects, and now is the perfect time to start working towards your goals. We hope Olivia's and Morgan's story sparked the light on you to take the leap of faith and dive into your own project. And that's pretty much all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to our podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.